Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! not vote i was hoping to vote i uh every year chase and i would go over um we like to call our prop bets but they're the propositions on each ballot and um i was I, since you voted and i haven't yet i guess well, we're gonna hold that till next week but. i can probably remember what i voted but now like you know there was a couple things that I read about because I read the whole thing and I'm like, oh, I'll just go this way. And then I see like those commercials where they're like, if you voted the other way, you're screwing us. And that's like some deformed person that needs medical assistance. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, okay. It's so hard I, for I mean, me to get a house if you voted no. And I'm like, shit, I think I voted yes. Do, do we have the same props? Because we're on like opposite ends of the city we should have statewide ones same ones yeah i mean i guess it i'm, I'm just looking to see Monica things. right uh yeah this is state all right so we have the same state props you want me to just go over them see if you remember <laughs> sure because i haven't really read them fully so i haven't figured out we're just jumping right into this huh oh we don't have to i mean this is more but we, see, the thing is is we, we don't what used to be great before politics became so divisive is we used to get this when we lived together and like on our way to go vote, we'd be walking down and we'd be checking off props. We'll be like, like my favorite one was, Oh, all the, all the streets will have green lights at the same time. Definitely want that. Why wouldn't we want that? They should all be in sync. And so we used to look at it really practically without getting into like that. And it was really fun. It was, um, you know, didn't seem so serious. Probably should have taken it a little more seriously, but whatever. We're not political, especially uh, like, like back in the day, you know? Yeah, right. No, right. right a little right, bit right. more now, but, you know, I don't know. It was more fun now. Now we're, now we're affecting lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, right, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read them and, and we'll just, this is just at its basic core. And you tell like, because I want to vote, I want to vote in the next. Like I was hoping to get it done by today, but you know, whatever. It'll be next week. Uh, first is Prop 14, which authorizes bonds to continue stem cell research. You remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. All right, without getting into who is for and against it, that sounds yeah, pretty you good. Say, you write yes. It, it doesn't say if you say yes, this is what it means. So if you say yes, the state 
could sell five billion in general bonds for stem cell research. No means the state cannot sell the five point five billion. I believe I said yes to this. Sounds pretty good. Uh, it's more of a religious thing. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting is like you know that the uh, shit that Trump took. It's all like plasma. It came out of abortions. Dude. <laughs> it's a uh, world's a wacky place right now. Um, nothing yeah, I think nothing makes sense. Like, yeah. So, like, if I'm looking at this like we do, like, where it's really just dumbed down, I haven't read. I feel like if you turn your head, if you turn your head, you're, you're, the sound gets muffled. But if you're looking oh, really? straight on, if you look straight on it, we can hear you. Okay, sorry. Um, all right, I'll try to cheat this. I'll cheat this book over then. Uh, 15, increases funding sources for public schools, colleges, and all that jazz, uh, government services, uh, by changing tax assessment. Uh, a vote means property taxes on most commercial properties would, with more than $3 million would go up in order to provide new funding. No means... That there would be no tax to do this. I and these things are all said yes. Yeah. Right. So these things are always weird. Like this is one of those ones that I feel like in 2008 I'd have been like, yeah, cool. And in 2020, I'm like, well, I should probably look to see where that money is going because I I've read a lot before in the last couple of years where I would vote yes for these sort of things, and the money like doesn't really go where it's supposed to go. And so you just wind up, and then they keep going like, hey, come on, it's for schools. And then all that money has been misspent all those years. And so, like, now we're coming up on, like, year 12 of me saying yes to this shit, and it's not gotten better. It's kind of like, hey, well, where have you been spending that money? So that's just one of those things I think you got to look at. But Yeah, but even if they say they're going to use it on something, you know, they, sometimes the money gets appropriated for different things. And you're like, true. what the hell? I thought I was voting Yes. Yeah, like, look, I want schools to be better. You know, like, I, I want to, yeah. Uh, anyway, but that, that's, all right. This is the, we are, we are, we have evolved in our discussions of these things. Uh, um, they're not just, hey, I'm voting for weed. I'm voting for porn. I'm voting, because that was on the ballot once. And I'm voting for green light. Green lights was on there for, like, a couple of elections. Yeah, what was the porn one? Like, using condoms or something? Yeah, using condoms. They didn't, like, they wanted to just make, uh, all pornography, yeah, all performers wear protection. I voted no on that one. I voted no on that one too. <laughs> uh, allows a 16 allows, even though there's like allowed. thousands and thousands of hours of footage that you go back and watch without it, it wouldn't matter. I don't, I don't really want to get detailed about this sort of thing, but right, I'm just saying, I think it would matter. Oh, you're saying. There's so much footage that you really don't need new stuff. Yeah. I mean, Louis so C.K. had the best. He's like, if you laid out, <laughs> if you laid out all the porn by minutes uh, that's been made, we, it would be from here to like Jupiter or something. You could go to Jupiter. <laughs> go to the moon. Um, all right. So 16, this is. Uh, Speaking of that, allows- did you watch the comedy store? Doc? No, so I was gonna. That's 
that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. I watched I'll it. ask you. I watched the first one. Uh, is it good? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think like it's not going to get into the things that we want to hear, but I don't know. They've talked like basically the whole first episode was about Freddie Prince. Um, okay. And now he was like the big breakout star of when the comedy store first started and everything that surrounded that him becoming this huge sensation and getting a TV job and getting on the tonight show. And then I didn't realize he killed himself at 22. He was 22 years old and had Freddie Prince jr. Before, like, I guess he was, must've been like 21 or something. Hmm. I know. Uh, you, you never liked uh, I'm Dying Up Here, right? That was the Showtime show about all this? No, I never watched it. It was really good. You should you should go back and watch. It really was. It was really good. Um, I'm totally in, uh, but I don't have Showtime, and I was wondering if that is worth getting. Showtime. Um, it's not worth getting Showtime just for that. No, but for that and, like, what else? Well, yeah, what else am I getting if I get Showtime? I'm getting that. I'm getting the Comey thing. Yeah, you don't want to watch that. I know. I, I, I know. Um, the show that I saw that was that started off pretty good on Showtime was the Ethan Hawke. Like, oh, yeah, that that's the other one. Yeah. Western show? Yeah. That's pretty good. good. Okay. I mean, I just need more TV. Cause and I've only, TV. I've only seen the first episode because there's only been one. But okay, the only thing that I watched—I mean, I'm trying to—I've only watched the first episode of Fargo, so I'm still not even caught up there. Um, I know. And then um, That's a good I started one. the the Oscar Pistorius documentary. Oh, I have ESPN. I got ESPN Plus with my Disney with all my other shit. Yeah, I don't have that. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you my my. Pen. <laughs> it's any, not any good. It's yeah, I mean, but it's like four episodes, and each one's like ninety minutes. It's a lot of stuff. But the first episode is basically it's all about that night when you know, like everyone's reaction to that night uh, when he killed his girlfriend, and um, they've got like a lot of his family and a lot of her family that they're interviewing about it, and. Um, then it, it interchange, you know, it, it mixes it, it sets it together with his childhood up until he wins like the paraplegic Olympics. And basically, the guy that built the guy, there's a guy that was American who was like really good, who was like the world record holder, and he like was friends with him and built his legs for him, and then he beat that guy on the legs that he had built. The guy was like, I was so mixed because I was so happy for him. And I was like, holy shit, I just made this awesome thing. But at the same time, I just lost. Um, and it was a big deal because he had, he, you know, had two, two uh, legs missing instead of one. So, so back to our voting thing, because I, okay. I have another, I have a TV review as part of my notes. And uh, a couple other things. So. All right. All right. Um, so 16 allows diversity as a factor in public employment, education, and contracting decisions. Do you want to be public about your, your vote on yeah. that? Is this, is this the thing? 
that has like like some sort of like algorithm that does see a yes means state and local entities could consider race, sex, color, ethnicity, and national origin in public education, public employment, and public contracting to the extent under a federal law. Uh, no means a ban on the consideration of those things. I don't see anything that says you know what, anything. I, think, of, I feel like I wrote yes to this, obviously, but I think I saw a commercial where they said that it was not good to say yes. Well, one of the things I got in the mail was the cops voter guide. And the first one that they don't like is this one. Shocking. And if the <laughs> cops don't like a racial thing, I kind of think you should probably vote. It's like a racial profile, I think, too. Like yeah. All right, 17 restores the right to vote. I feel like we should vote no on that, but I believe I voted yes because I saw a commercial about it, and I'm like, shit, I voted the wrong way. Uh, I think you got to vote yes. I think think we got – listen, we got to take a couple L's for a couple decades. Uh, 17 restores the right to vote after completion of prison terms. Uh, I voted yes on this. Yeah, I'm commenting on that. Nonviolent people. Yeah, I'm totally in on that. I don't. Yeah. yeah. What's the What's the point of the of the prison system if you're not reforming somebody? Eighteen. Yeah, come in. You should come in. You got to become out. You got to come out of prison and become a member of society. And part of a member of society is you vote. I agree. Uh, Eighteen. I mean that that's one of those super liberal things that'll pass with flying colors in California. 18 amends California Constitution to permit 17-year-olds to vote in primary and special elections if they will I turn no. 18. I said no. no. Yeah. I, I don't care either way about this, to be completely honest. Let's see what the cops said. The voting age was 18. No, they didn't, they didn't vote. They, they have no opinion on 18. 19. Changes certain property tax rules. A yes means... All homeowners who are over 55 would be eligible for property tax savings when they move. Only inherited properties used would be eligible for tax savings. And no means some homeowners who are over 55 would continue to be eligible for property tax savings. I think I said no on that. Okay. Uh, the cops the cops say yes on that. Tax breaks for fire victims seniors. I don't see anything about fire victims. Oh, here we go. That's an argument in the pros and cons. See, that's why you got to read further. Um, so you said yes to that or no? I think I said no. Okay. Um, I, I, all right. I, I, I'm leaning towards yes, but we'll, we'll, you know. You know, the other thing when we used to do this in like 2008 and shit, like we didn't really do all of them. We were just like, oh, these three look cool. Let's just vote for those. Uh, 20, restricts parole for certain offenses currently considered to be nonviolent. That's what your cops say no. Cops are definitely a no on slashes. They say 20. What? Prop 20. No. Prop 20, yeah. Is that uh, what it says on the Huh? On the front of your cop thing, it says no on Prop 20. Oh, yeah, that's their big one. No on Prop 20. I mean, I've got, listen, for, just so you know. This is I was this is what I did last night when I was before I went to bed. I was reading all of these like forms that they sent me. Uh, are you getting a lot of forms in the mail? Like a lot of like advertisements. How about your text messages? Are you, Dude, are you blowing a, up? 
I got a million text messages. I got. I'm with this guy. Can I can I get your support? The best thing now is like people call me and I go, I voted. <laughs> they leave me alone. Uh, you could just say that actually, and just get them off your. It's true. Do you do you get them just from California, or do you get them from other states as well? I think just California. See, I got on some Republican, North Carolina Republican list, man. Those people, those people get into contact with me all the time. I'm like, I have no idea why you have my number. You know, like I haven't lived in North Carolina since 1998, um, and I don't need. You know, I certainly never voted I mean, Republican, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, so the cops are no on 20, which restricts parole for certain offenses, currently considered to be nonviolent. Um, Authorizes felony sentences for certain offenses currently treated only as misdemeanors. Uh, they call it the slashes what works for public safety law. Dude, I think I wrote no on this. Okay. Um, I think I would vote yes on this. I think I'd vote yes on this. Okay. I start getting, you know, anyway. Uh, but I, I want to I see more on it. 21, expands local government's authority to enact rent control on residential property. I said, yeah, rent control. Yeah. yeah. A yes vote on this means state law would allow cities and counties to apply more kinds of rent control to more properties than under current law. Fact that I haven't, my rent hasn't been raised in four years. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I live in a rent control place. I have, I mean, the last one I was in rent control, this is rent control. I'm in for the rent control. Count me in. Screw you, cops. They say no. We say yes. 22, exempts app-based transportation. All right, so this is a big one. This is the one that's on TV all the time. Well, and honestly, it affects our business. I mean, 22 affects our business as well. Not directly, but that's what I'm curious about. So basically, uh, AB5 was a law that was hurting, that said all contractors had to be um, become employees in the state of California. And it killed a lot of people's um, businesses because, first of all, it, it was it was meant – it's one of those things that comes from a good place. They're trying to protect Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and stuff um, so that they can get benefits if they're going to work, you know, 50, 60-hour weeks driving. Um, but what it wound up doing – was fucking over everybody that works in a gig economy where, you know, where the filming capital of the world and most people are uh, freelance workers in that way. And so if you're a small production company, like the one that I work for, uh, is that we haven't, we haven't had a problem with this yet, but uh, we can't hire somebody for a certain amount of days because if we do, then they become an employee and we have to pay all this shit on them, you know? Um, I just kind of wrote like, so like the first thing that happened was it really hurt writers. Uh, so if you were a, a freelance writer and you lived in California, you were not allowed to write more than 35 articles per year, or you'd have to be an employee of that place. And so a lot of publications, online publications specifically would no longer accept writers from the state of California because, they didn't want to have to pay benefits and all that stuff, and it just kind of put them at a um, disadvantage. Now, this only protects transportation and delivery companies, but I'm hoping that this is just 
you know, one of those things that you pass this and then everybody kind of goes on board and you get rid of all that. The AB5 did. And like I said, I think that their heart was in the right place with AB5. They're trying to protect people, but there is a system in place and there, and it's working for a certain reason. And anyway, that's what I said. So did you vote yes on 22? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. Sorry, 23 establishes state requirements for kidney dialysis clinics. Sure. Uh, oh, the cops say that's dangerous dialysis proposition, so they say no. I don't know. <laughs> I said no on this. And okay. then I saw a commercial about it, and I felt like I voted the right way. Uh, oh, okay, good. All right. So I'll go no on 20. You, got, you sold me. 24 men's consumer privacy laws. It means a yes means existing customer's data privacy laws and rights would be expanded. And no means businesses would continue to be required to follow existing consumer data privacy laws. Uh, I think we're yes. Yes protects your privacy. Okay. Yeah. 25, referendum on law that replaced money bail, a system based on public safety and flight risk. Uh, yeah, uh, this is that bail one. Uh, a yes vote approves and no re rejects a law replacing money bail with system based on public safety and flight risk. I don't know if I know enough about that sort of thing. I mean, all, all I really know about bail and bail bondsmen is like from Jackie Brown. <laughs> if there wasn't bail bondsmen, there would be no Jackie Brown. All I know is the guy who killed uh, George Floyd uh, posted a million dollar bail, and I don't know how that happened. Yeah, all the every officer involved in that is out on bail right now. I mean, I guess if you're going to prison forever, you can just liquidate all your shit, and then uh, like, what are you gonna need it for, really? So you can right. just, you might as well enjoy life outside until fucking uh, it's time to go inside, and just liquidate all your assets and pay like a bail bondsman. So this says a yes means it would replace money bail with a fairer, safer, and costly less pro uh, process. Currently, if a person can afford to pay a bail bond company, they go free until trial. They can't pay their uh, – they stay in jail even if they're innocent. That's blatant discri discrimination. Vote yes. The con is it was written by Sacramento politicians to take away every Californian's option post-bail and replaces the right with a new discriminatory system of computer-generated profiling. Is this what you're talking about? Computer-generated profiling administered by government bureaucrats, costing taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars a year. I'm, I'll tell you, I'm in, I'm in the air about 25. Let's just say that. I don't remember what I voted, but it's probably not the uh, whatever is against the profiling. Well, I appreciate you talking that through. That was good. I mean, I, I, maybe it was really boring. I don't know, but I, I always liked doing that. I liked, and uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to do on the air. Maybe not. Well done. There was like some sort of weed, weed thing that we did like on the podcast or something like a while back. Oh, yeah? Like a weed. It must have been the, the two years ago. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So... Uh, what else? Are we, what are your two notes? All right. So I was watching TV yesterday, and there were two commercials that came on in a row. The first one was a mobile company. I don't know if you've seen it, but the Casper, where they're like, they moved into the house, and Casper, the friendly ghost, is like, 
living in their house. Yeah. Bothering them. And then the second one right after was a Geico commercial with Rocky and Bullwinkle. Right? So I, like, looked this up. I looked this up. Casper came out in 1945, okay? And Rocky Bullwinkle started in 1959. When are we going to retire these things? And, like, do, like, when commercials come on with Casper, are, like, people, like, young kids have no clue who Casper is, right? Or do you think they do? Uh, I don't know. I, maybe. Um, I, I'll tell you, I heard a, a really interesting fact about Casper the, the other day. Do you know, do you know how Casper, do you know? interesting fact about Casper? Yeah, for real. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um. Like, somebody was explaining Casper to somebody else because they were like, oh, Casper's so cute. And the guy's like, you realize it's a dead kid. And the person's like, well, you have to make it all more. But he's like, no, no, no. He's a dead kid who died of pneumonia. (laughs) He's a 12-year-old boy who died of pneumonia after playing out in the cold past nightfall. So basically, like, yeah, I'm like, two commercials are on the air with, like, these old cartoons that like no one even like they're not even relevant anymore but you say that but like you think think like when we were younger and we watched cartoons we'd watch like looney tunes and like uh like bugs bunny and fucking um like roadrunner and tom and jerry and that shit was all like 20 or 30 years old at the time i guess uh, I'm just saying. I, just think, I, don't... I think like people with all, yeah, because we had nothing else to watch. Now everyone's got all these streaming That's apps. True. Like, That's true. Now they're just watch. right. We basically watched whatever the hell was on TV. Yeah, but, mighty... you know but again, if you go back to it, like who is who is who are they advertising to? Not advertising to anybody that doesn't know those cartoons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? what what's a like? What if they put on Peppa Pig? All of a sudden, you'd be like, "Oh, I, mean, I, I wasn't going to get Geico, but now that they've got Peppa Pig on there, I uh, it's Maybe. really speaking to me." SpongeBob, we could do a SpongeBob. Uh, you know, like I don't know, it's like there's stuff that's more recent. So anyway, so I, I've been unemployed, so I've been kind of watching some stuff that I had put off for a while, and I watched Servant. On Apple? Oh, yeah. That M. Night Shyamalan show. M. Night Shyamalan show? And it's really bad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I cannot... I gotta tell you this movie. So every... Or this show. So everything is so secretive. And, like, they never let the audience in on anything. So, like, there are scenes... Like, we're seven episodes. It's 30-minute episodes, so it's not bad. But, like... We're seven episodes into a 10-episode season, and, like, one of the characters comes up to another character and is like, all right, it's time for you to know the truth. And then they cut, and the person, like, knows what happened. Like, never letting the audience know what's going on. Just, like, everyone everyone in the whole show has their own secrets, but we never know what the secrets are. And it drove me insane. How many episodes have you done? It's only ten episodes. You did all. You did the whole thing. Oh wow! Okay. And um, it's just terrible. You know, like have you have you 
Have you been watching Lovecraft? I, I, I didn't stop on purpose, but I just lost time to, to uh, I've only done like four episodes, I think. Well, I was going to compare it to that because there's a lot of like secret stuff in Lovecraft, but they actually give you the answer with background information on how you got there. This okay. thing, they just like, you never find out who the fucking nanny is until like the very last episode. And it just, it's very unsatisfying. She's got secrets. The two couple, the couple that's the nanny has secrets of how their kid died. Because that's the whole thing. Like, the servants, like, comes in and she's um, looking after a doll. Because the the mother, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but the mother had a psychotic break when her kid died and they basically told her she should have a doll and pretend that it's him for a little bit to kind of ease the suffering. It didn't work. Let's just put it that way. But like all these, you never find out like how the kid died. That's one of the secrets that you like are waiting to find out. Like people are finding out in different, in another room and they come back and they're like, Oh shit you should fucking hear what I heard. You know, I'm like, I want to hear what you heard. <laughs> would make this so much more enjoyable. Fill us in. <laughs> it was so frustrating. I don't think I'm going back for a season 10. Let's just put it out. Impressed you made it through 10. I can't, I mean, I, I wanted can't to get through find out. I wanted to find out what the hell was going on. And it was like, they gave you like a little bit of information. Like, finally, this one guy from her past shows up and, like, her, like, the guy and the homeowner are, like, downstairs, like, talking. And he's like, now you know. Now you know what you're dealing with. We want to know! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it cuts to them downstairs and they've already had the conversation. It's the most annoying show Ever. And I understand that you're trying to like leave some secret stuff like M. Night Shyamalan does, but this is just way too. It's almost like they don't have content, so they have to like keep people engaged until, you know, like I did, like an idiot waiting to the end of the show to find out what the hell's going on. But anyway. Have you, uh, have you, have you watched Bly Manor or whatever? The. House and Haunted Hill follow-up. Oh, it just came out today. Oh, it did. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't watched it yet. Are you, you going to? You are? Yeah, I okay. love it. I'll, I'll wait till you tell me. Well, you like, didn't you love the other one? I, I did, but like scary TV is like um, it's a real commitment. Like you just said, you put in 10 episodes to see like, I'd rather hear from somebody if it's good yeah, or not before you I. You you like loves the first one. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just look up it on this? Well, I mean, I'll just tell you everything. Why do I have to tell you if it's good if you like the first one? It's not the same story. It's not the same actors. It's not the same. I, I'll be honest. For everything well, I read, it's not very same, good. It's some of the same actors. Oh, it is? I yeah, I think so. Well, all right. So I'll just say it's not the same characters. We'll see. You take, you it's, not the same char- it's not the same character. They're doing like the 
the fucking uh, American Horror Story where like they come in and they play different right. characters. Um, um, I don't know. I'll probably watch. I'll watch that, but I'm not like dying to see it. Not like okay. Hubie Halloween. Good, good, good transition. I was going to ask if, uh, if that's where we're going. Uh, if you're a if you've listened to our podcast, you, you'll you'll know that we review every Adam Sandler movie when it comes out. And lucky for you, guys and gals, you get to hear our Brand review of the, the new Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> um, what are your uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Hubie Halloween? I don't know. I'm so nervous to like get over my. I you know I'll I'll tell you this. I laughed a lot. Okay, let me just say, I'll just open this up. Oh, wait. All right. I'll, I'll let you finish. Oh, go ahead. The opening two scenes, I laughed so fucking hard. There was a scene, <laughs> <laughs> there was a scene in a mental institution where Ben Stiller, like, finds out that Rob, or the, the guy has escaped and, like, pulls back the covers and there's all those jello and the, and the hot dogs thought. with the penis. I like laughed so hard. Then it cuts to Hubie like riding his bike and he's like dodging all the stuff and he like takes the eggs and he puts it in the uh, thermos and says like Rocky Balboa style and he like brings it and then he throws up. I was, like, got- this I was like, this movie's going to be hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's doing an Adam Sandler voice. Thanks for the breakfast. Yeah. He catches him and he goes, Thanks for the breakfast, fellas. Uh, well, let me tell you, the, two, the the funniest thing of the whole movie for me was the ending. Um, when the cops, when the cops show up, and they have to bring the two guys in the jail with them, who are Steve Buscemi and Rob Schneider, and they they draw their guns to <laughs> two mental patients, and they got finger guns at them. It's about, it's about five. Steve Buscemi lines in that exchange where he's talking about how he became a werewolf that have to be some of the funniest things I've ever, I've ever heard. Like, uh, they're like, oh, her, her great, great grandmother was so-and-so. Goes, yeah, I know I was there. Or yeah. I ate her. I don't know. It's like, it, it was just so fun. I mean, I'm not saying the whole thing was that funny, but to me, that was like the funniest. <laughs> yeah, that was... Those two are really funny. Uh, Tim Meadows, I thought, was hilarious, too. When yeah. he was, like, laughing, and the, the, the hands are, when he's, like, laughing, and the hands, like, his co- costume was, like, going, bouncing up and down. Shit was hilarious. And then so, uh, when he started sucking on the fingers. Yes. And then, and then Maya Rudolph, he's like, is this turning you on? <laughs> and then he's like, she's like, no. And he's like, starts crying. So, um, basically, this movie... About uh, what's his name, uh, Benny Dubois, who who lives in Salem, Massachusetts, which I actually just been to, but we like actually recognized a couple of places in there. It's like, oh yeah, no, I mean not all of it's there, not you know like, it's, but yeah. Um, what then happens for the next ninety minutes is like a string of like the most cameos ever. Every scene, you're just like, I wonder who's going to be in this scene. Um, that's like all his movies. Yeah, but I mean, this one was way, you know, 
way over the way over the top with it. I don't mean bad. I just mean like every scene, like everybody who's ever been in his movies just keeps popping up in every scene. Um, and it's basically about a guy, typical Adam Sandler character, who's just kind of like a dimwit who um, the whole town like picks on. Um, and he, uh, you know, is trying to save the day from whatever's going on. Um, yeah, he's, best... trying make, he's trying to make uh, he's trying to make Halloween safe and fun for everybody because he loves Halloween but yet he's scared of everything like when he like went into the fun house and he was like getting scared the whole time that was pretty good I don't know like I thought like it started off with those two great jokes and then like got it wasn't a bad movie, but it was just like it started to get it slowed down and it started to get into this plot about bullying and Yeah, you know, it starts to become a it starts to become kind of a kids movie. Yeah, and it's a it, message it, it, like, it's a message on don't bully any kids. Yeah, and it's you know, it's about the kids and of course every scene is like one of his kids or his wife. You know, and you're like, Okay, um but um you know, some of the things going back to the, the Ben Stiller scene, Ben Stiller plays the same orderly he played in Happy Gilmore. And the kids who are torturing him are named O'Doyle. And his love interest is Julie, uh, Julie Bowen from, from Happy Gilmore. Um, is she from Happy Gilmore? Yeah, she's, um, she's having yeah. from Happy Gilmore. Our, um, yeah, Happy Gilmore. She's uh she's the head of the PGA tour. What's her name? Yeah, you're right. I, I thought that like this she was totally miscast in this. She just oh, wasn't I, I don't know. She she just wasn't funny. How, hold on a second. How is anybody cast in this? Like let's be honest. Nobody's really cast in this. I, I don't think kids are got, his kids. I know, but she doesn't have like for us to believe that she's been madly in love with him for since high school. I needed a little bit more. From that actress. No, you, you didn't need any. This is not meant to be a believable. That's not meant to be a believable. Like, Shaq, Shaq's radio voice is that of a sultry, like, mid-20s woman. Uh, let's, you know, there's nothing. Nobody's cast correctly. And that comedian who plays the girl that he's hooking up with has, isn't that Judd Apatow's voice? Yes. Yeah. That's not, I mean, I don't know that, but that's what I thought at the time. Um. I saw that comedian uh, do a stand-up a bunch of times, that girl. Yes. Uh, I I, I, yeah. I think she used to be at UCB also. Uh, yeah, I want to pull up. She was at pull UCB. Yeah. My notes. We saw her at uh, UCB a couple times for sure. Um, I, I had I had taken notes. And I accidentally closed. I restarted my computer. Let me see if. Um, so I have. I can't, what, what did you think of. Uh, his mom's t-shirts, the thrift store shirts. So that's what I was just going to say, because I, I actually listed a bunch of them. And I'm trying to, trying to find the piece of the, the, the place I had written them all down. Cause that to me is by far the best joke of the whole thing. Um, what were some of her t-shirts? Uh, let, me, let me get to them. Um, boner donor is the first one that she wears. Um, I shaved my balls for this. Um, 
It's not. The, 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 well, she's. Well, she has one that says, "I shave my balls for this." The woman next to her has one that says, "It's not going to lick itself." Um. <laughs> but, uh, if you can read this, you're in fart range. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are yeah. Those are some of the t-shirts. It was. I, I thought that was the best. That was like the best running gag of the whole thing. Um. But yeah, I'm with you. It's not like a really good, you know, uh, no one was going to think it was going to be a good movie, but it's not, I wasn't bored. I'll say that. But like, whereas you and I will consistently defend That's My Boy, uh, even though everybody else in the world hates it, um, that movie is a fucking joke every minute. This this has that potential, but just won't go there because it goes to like grownups, like where it goes to like, you know, taking care of the kids and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but, it definitely uh, it, as I said before, it like started off with a rampant joke fest and then like just kind of slowed down and like eased into the plot of like kids getting bullied and how you're just taking away from like what it means to be bullied and all that shit. So, uh, I liked how when they went to the news, they went to the news channel, all the girls were all the women who worked in the news channel were dressed as Harley Quinn. I mean, that is so on point. <laughs> that was perfect. That was his wife, right? Uh, and when the couple that owned the, the pig farm and the pig wound up dead, um, they were arguing, and the, the guy says to the, or the, maybe the woman says to the man, he's like, at least my mama didn't stink up the bathroom so bad we needed to get a new shower curtain. That was a really good line. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, um, uh, Oh, it just brain farted. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go to another one. Uh, when when he calls into the radio show and uh, he keeps hearing his cell phone feedback and starts arguing with himself, and they're like, "You have to turn your radio down." Um, those are the kinds of things that I, I don't know. I love that kind of shit. So, um, I don't know. Of um, you, while you're thinking of it, you have. Um, where, where this ranks in your Netflix sailor movies? Like, is this the goofy ones? Uh, it's definitely better than Murder Mystery. Yes, I agree. Although more people will probably like that in, in life, but they're wrong. Um, I feel like there was something... Uh, I can't remember what I was just... I just had a, a section in mind, but I can't remember what it is now. Did it have to do with Ray Liotta playing pranks on him in the deli? <laughs> Ray Liotta. What was he there for? Like, I don't know. He... When did... I can't believe Ray Liotta wants to be, like, fu- like I I don't know. I, when Ray Liotta showed up, I was like, huh. And he just was there to be, like, a total dick. <laughs> Uh, was it that, that that one of the women in the movie was dressed up as the peeing your pants is cool lady? I did notice that. Yeah. Um, was it your girl Melissa Villasenor? Uh, no, she didn't really. Have a, she didn't have a big role. No, I know, but I just uh, was it your boy Kevin James is the cop with the mullet? No. You know what I didn't get was. Was he supposed to be the ex-husband? Yeah. 
Like, they never said anything about that. Yes, they did. He said, well, first of all, he looks in the yearbook and he sees them as, like, the best couple. And he right. crosses off Kevin Jones from Kevin James from himself. And then, at the end, spoiler alert, when he gets the girl and she says something about, like, like when she kisses him, and he goes, wow, she never kissed me like that before. Uh, I didn't catch that. It's pretty deep. It's layered. I knew that, like, due to the hair, that it was the same guy. But I didn't get, like, I thought he was going to be, like, a dick that he was trying to, like, hook up with the, the wife or the, like, the kids never even said any, hey, dad, or anything, like, right? Well, that's because they were all. Um, we're assuming that that's his kid. They're all foster kids. And she said she like adopted all those kids. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, man, th- th- I, gotta go back. I gotta go back and watch it. I missed it. I don't think you need to go back and watch, it. but like, <laughs> I, I, he was taking a phone call during that or something because it's kind of like that's the problem with these movies. It's like you're really gonna get it's gonna they're gonna tell you at once and they're gonna tell you it right really clear, um, and then you're just gonna have to know it for the rest of the time. I remember. So you can't miss well, it. I remember the thing I laughed at the most. This one and. This joke has happened like on so many things. When he thinks the dog is is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was funny. Well, that's right after after he goes into Steve Buscemi's basement and finds all this newspaper down with shit all over it. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is awesome in this. I was just say that. Steve Buscemi is fucking awesome. In this. He's always good in these. Sandler. <laughs> I mean, was it, what was the one, was it Grown Ups where he was like going down the water slide and he was like all broken? Right? so. He had like, his arms were up like this. I, I, get, I don't remember like Grown Ups at all. Broken arms. He had like broken arms and like couldn't go down the water slide. Uh, I think my favorite Buscemi, probably Big Daddy. And he's like, you owe me an egg McMuffin. Um, he's the homeless guy that watches him skateboard and then, like, winds up, like, becoming friends with him. Um, Mr. Deeds when Steve Buscemi is, like, uh, ordered some pizza with, like, Oreos. And he's like, here's your favorite. He, like, slides it, slides it through the, the jail cell. My number one Buscemi thing, this is right, I remember, uh, and it used to be like my screensaver on shit, which is um, in Billy Madison, when our, yeah, when he calls up, when he calls him up and says, uh, hey, I'm really sorry for, you know, all the things I said in high school, and he, he's like, hey, no problem, and then uh, he has his people I want to kill list, and he crosses it off, and then turns up the music and puts on some lipstick, it <laughs> up. Um, I may have said Billy Madison before, but I meant to say Happy Gilmore with Julie Bowen. Whatever. Uh, no, Happy Gilmore yeah. was Julie Bowen, yeah. yeah. Veronica Vaughn was uh, Pete Sampras' wife. Bridget, Bridget Wilson. That's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't... I mean, what, what are we comparing to? Okay, Ridiculous Six. Um, what were the other ones? The Week Of... Which I totally do not 
have any recollection of the week week of. Do you? What's the week? What's the week of? With him and Chris Rock, where they like? Oh, dude, that movie did not. Remember, it was Chris Rock not being funny. It's, it was. I, I have no recollection of anything that. Didn't tell any jokes the entire time. Uh, hold on, I got a list of all forty-three. Kids are getting married. Movie. I feel like I want to watch that again. No, you don't. Just stop. It was uh, Sandy Wexler. Yeah, uh, anyway, the bed, bedtime stories. No, that's not Netflix. Uh, it's not okay. Sandy Wexler, okay. It's like it started with uh, what was his first? Nico Six. Yeah. So do you have the list? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just have a list of all of his movies, all forty-three Adam Sandler movies ranked. This is going from forty-three uh, to one. Can't do it. I know. I'm just. I'm going through it. I'm going to tell you the ones that are. Uh, uh, um, Netflix ones. So yeah, you've got Ridiculous Six. You got Sandy Wexler. Um, the Do Over. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What was the Do Over? That was him and David Spade, right? Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, week of. Week of. I would say. Who, I I would say this one's. Um, towards the top of that list. Yeah. Murder Mystery. So th- this list has Hubie Halloween at 22 of his 43 and Murder Mystery at 21. Uh, they still, they have Week Of at 18. Um, what else? Yeah, I don't think anything else will be higher than those from the Netflix era. So lucky, lucky us that we get all these great, fantastic, I mean, it doesn't count like Mayorowitz stories. No. Um, that's, so, not, that's not a real happy Madison movie. No. Um, all right. All right. Moving so, along. All right. So overall, it was fine. Had, had some. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not. If you like, if you if you like Adam Sandler movies, you're you're gonna laugh, and then you're gonna forget about it. <laughs> if you don't like Adam Sandler movies, this is you'll hate this. No. So where? One of our games on our uh, NFL bets got postponed. So we only had two games to bet on this week. I, yeah. I think I, uh, went, I think I went one and one. You went one and one, and I went 0 oh and two. I, I'll tell you, it's a, it, I had some, an interesting. Huh? You're having some issues. I had an interesting, like, thing where, like, you know, last year I did really well with picking games, and then the first week I went 3-0, and oh, I really just thought I had broken it. I really just thought that I just know what I'm talking about. And I have now done three weeks of just shit since. Or, or maybe two weeks, because I think I I went... Anyway, whatever. I uh, I really thought that I just had a, a grip on everything, and I just do not. Uh, There's a couple mistakes. I kept betting against Carolina. Carolina is actually not that bad. I kept betting on Arizona. Arizona is probably not that good. The Eagles uh, were underdogs by six and a half and won outright. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. There's some weird shit going on. That game last night was terrible. Like, Nick Foles is awful. I know. I yeah, actually, I, so, yeah, yeah. He missed, he missed, first of all, he he missed two wide open guys that were just running with no guys. Uh, and then 
he keeps throwing the ball up like just kind of like soft. It just like floats there. Right. And I mean, he won the game basically at the end with a, like a little floater, but I mean, he should have had like two picks that whole game. If people like, I don't know. I just, he's terrible. Um, yeah. But uh, Giants still stink. Me and you are going against each other this week. Cowboys, Giants. Uh, I can't even get excited for it. Although, maybe they'll score a touchdown this game. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So that spreads like what? In, that spreads nine and a half. I can't imagine spotting anybody 10 points if I'm the Dallas Cowboys right now. Like, they're, they're – defense is so bad like there's no way i mean i don't know there's just no way that i mean there's no way they hold you to under 20 points this week michael strahan posted a thing saying that the giants were the team that other teams get confidence on playing after playing (laughs) so maybe you guys will go on a run after you play us this weekend i don't know well, look, I, mean, look, I, I just I'm pretty sure I, the Giants are going to be the first or second pick this year. Probably, but, but uh, the NFC East is still. It's not underestimating how bad all four of those teams are. So you know, it won't be a shock if if the, if the Giants win. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, Haskins um, went from starter to third string. Yeah. Um, what are they doing? Yeah, he's not even know. second. I, I don't Alex, think Haskins is I, – I never thought Haskins was that good. Did you? I mean, yeah, I, I thought he was going to be pretty good. Oh, I, I never liked Haskins. Um, but I still think it's a little early to give up on him. Um, I, like, let's who, – who, who's the starter now in Washington? Oh, Allen. Yeah, so it's not like that's going to do anything for Ron him. Rivera loves this guy. All right, we'll see. Um, um, and uh, backup is Alex Smith, who's got a robotic leg right now. Um, well, I guess let's just jump into our picks then, because my first pick is actually against the Washington football team. I'm taking the Rams minus seven and a half. Okay. Um. I thought the Rams played like shit last week. Um, yeah, they did. They should have beat the Giants by 21 points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I just think I don't know if Goffson really that good. You know, that's kind of what it is. I mean, the Giants did have a 20 play drive that they got down to the one yard line and ended up kicking a field goal. Uh, that took like, like. 10, 11 minutes off the clock. So they didn't have the ball for a lot of, t- a lot of the time. But right. still, they, sh- they should have won by a lot more. Um, Giants defense is better than I thought they were going to be. But Giants offense is worse than anyone thought anybody was going to be. I don't know. It's just... Right. Uh, still, there's like the Rams have that, that. There's no reason that they can't keep throwing it under to Cooper Cup and like Pick up like that forty-yard pat, like that big one, big play that kind of put the game away from. They should have at least three of those a game, 
Like it's stupid that they don't. Um, the other thing is, um, and I, Aaron Donald is in every dude. That guy. I mean, it's impossible to watch your team play against him because I had this a week one. It's like he just is in the backfield every play. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, he's crazy. So anyway, I've taken the Rams at uh, given seven and a half against the Washington football team. Who you got? My first pick is Carolina plus one versus the Falcons. The Falcons defense is like, I don't even know. They have like so many hurt players. Like Carolina should be able to score a bunch of points. Uh, And Atlanta's receivers are banged up. Um, Yeah. Julio Jones is hurt. And Calvin Ridley is a little banged up. So, I don't know. I feel like uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a pretty good game in this game. You'd have to you'd have to put, like, a, I mean, it, it'd be really tough to, to, to bet on Atlanta in any way right now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I he's going to go be, back. He's gonna be fired after this week, right? We're going to get – we're going to get – Atlanta's coach fired and Jets Adam Case will be fired by the end of the year. Okay. Uh, I think um, that when we go back to that, when they wind up making up that Pittsburgh, what was it? What was the game? It was um, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. We're going to have to wind up whatever that, we're going to have to bet that game whenever it is played. Right? We'll have like a four game week that week. It's in like two. Um, what's that? It's in like two weeks. Okay. Uh, my second pick is um, I'm taking Miami Dolphins plus nine against the 49ers. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't love what I saw from the 49ers. I know that Garoppolo is supposed to be coming back, but I, I don't know. I, I don't love Garoppolo either. <laughs> um, I, and I don't know if I don't know if Miami wins this game, but nine nine points is a lot. And yeah. Miami seems to stay in every game. San Francisco keeps getting like these high spreads, and they're like they're on like backups to a lot of their yeah. positions. It's like weird. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm taking Miami plus nine. Who's your next? Uh, my next one is the Ravens minus thirteen versus the Bengals. Now Joe Burrows has been playing pretty good right now. Um, but I think that Baltimore is going to break out in this game and score a shit ton of points, um, make up for their loss to the Chiefs. Um, or did they? That's who they played last, right? The Chiefs. Um, I, no. Um, no, no. The Chiefs just. Chiefs yeah. Just. Who was? But either way, I like the Ravens to crush the Bengals. I think the Bengals score 10 points on this game and uh, the Ravens score a lot more than that. Let's just say. All right. My third is going to be uh, Monday night. I'm taking the chargers plus seven and a half against the Saints. One of the um, games. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Dude, we have a, we have two Monday night games and a Tuesday night game. Isn't it awesome? It's great. You know, it's like, then they moved the Thursday night game to Sunday. I thought they were going to make it Saturday night. That would have been so, so awesome. Wait, they made they moved this 
upcoming Thursday night game is Saturday. Bills, the Bills game got moved to Tuesday. Okay. But they were supposed to play Thursday versus the Chiefs. That that would have been an awesome Thursday night game. So then they moved that game to Sunday. No Thursday okay. night. Okay. So, all right. This is all very confusing because it's And then it's the, Jets, the Jets just had a uh, person test positive today. So they're playing the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And they haven't said they if did? they Yeah, they're, they're, they haven't. Yeah, they all left the the uh, stadium. Uh, they haven't said yet because they're retesting everybody. Right. They haven't said yet if they're going to like move that game too. But uh, there's a chance that game could be moved also. I think oh, there's like I think on Tuesday the games at like three o'clock in the afternoon or two o'clock in the yeah it might be at three o'clock on Tuesday. Do you, where do you think where do you think this is all headed? I mean, do you think do you think they're getting under control, or do you think it's only going to get worse? I think at some point they're just going to have to pause the whole season for a week. Like they're not going to be able to keep rescheduling games. And I guess there was somebody that said that, or they made it so that they can move the Super Bowl. Um a week or two or something. I don't know. So there's a chance that they could pause the season if shit gets starts getting out of hand. But right now I'm hopeful that it's going to finish because I want that number one pick. <laughs> I uh, I think that it's it um, the fact that it's starting, I think it's going to just keep getting worse. Uh, I hope I'm wrong because, you know, like, this happened with baseball, right? Baseball started off as a mess, and they kind of got their shit together. But the room for error and the schedule and everything is so small with the NFL. Like the fact that the Titans now, like if they couldn't have played this week, if they couldn't have moved the game, um, and they'd have to take two weeks off in a row, that kind of screws everything up, right? Um, so, like... We'll, we'll see how that all... They have to play. They got to play. with, And they just have to, like, play with people that are negative. They're going to be down, like, a bunch of guys, like nine guys. But you can't keep, you can't keep making up these rules as you go along. Like, I know, but you know. right now they have to play. Titans are going to play with, like, down, like, ten guys. So right. their backups are going to be... Yeah, they're going to be shorthanded. Look, I, I hope this is the worst of it. I... I, I mean, if you can't trust, like, without getting, if you can't trust the whole Republican Party has to come out to a fucking ceremony with their masks off and then hugging doors after, how can you trust a bunch of 22 to 25-year-old athletes with millions of dollars for the first time in their lives? You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of responsibility. Well, they won't get paid if... Uh... They were saying so, that they, they were saying that if they can't if they forfeited that game, the the Bills Tennessee game that they're now playing on Tuesday, if they canceled it, then none of them would have gotten paid. Oh. Well, I guess hopefully that's enough to scare people into doing, doing what they need to do. 
All right, what's your uh, is that what's your third game? What did you say your third game was? Uh, the the Chargers Monday night. Oh yeah, seven and a half. My third game is the Texans, who just fired their coach. Uh, going for their first win versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like them minus six versus Jacksonville. The Romeo Cornell era be- begins. It does. Uh, not the guy you want to be betting on. Apparently, there was like a big argument that happened with uh, with JJ Watt and uh, the coach, which eventually led to like everyone saying that he's got to go. So, wait, what are your thoughts on that? Because I saw some some people talking about this, you know, in the past, and I don't, you know, I understand not want to make everything racial, but I think that this is something that is uniquely happened in the past where. Uh, when athletes, you know, sp- tend to speak up against their coach, they're labeled as troublemakers and all of that. Um, and here we have our All-American, you know, J.J. Watt doing the same, and everyone's like, well, Bill O'Brien must have really deserved it then, you know? Whereas if Cam Newton did it, they're like, oh, he's just a spoiled athlete. He should be lucky, you know? Um, what are your thoughts about that? And I'm not saying that anyone's right. Or, you know, I, I don't, I think I'm, I'm okay. If you're, if you've earned enough respect in the league, no matter who you are, like you, you have the right to, you know, I think you have the right to do I that. Think like, uh, JJ Watt has contributed a lot to the community and to the NFL overall, like with all the shit he's done, um, that he's got. He can make some noise. You know? I agree. I think, right, I think he's earned enough goodwill throughout his career and enough, right, you know, enough respect for him. Um, but it is interesting the difference in how people cover it, you know, between him and uh, someone else who they may say is disruptive. Um, anyway, all right. Uh, so anything else with the NFL? Uh, no. All right. So... Our last subject. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our last subject. We're going to talk about Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Eddie Van Halen died. Did your guy post it on Facebook? I'm sure he did, yeah. He, he posts everybody that dies. Even, um, even like people in our neighborhood. Uh, yeah, so, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I guess he's been battling this cancer for a while yeah, for like years. Yeah. Like, uh, and he used to like, he, like Howard was saying, he's always said it wasn't throat cancer. And he said it wasn't from smoking. It was from having metal picks in his mouth. But the guy smoking like, yeah. Smoked nonstop. Um, I loved, I loved Van Halen with David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth. Um, was never a huge fan of uh, Sammy. Um, but I know that the band was like basically more popular when he took over. But I still think Dave Lee Roth is like probably in the argument for best front man of all time. Um, and uh, Van Halen 1 is a fucking classic album. I don't know. That yeah, that, 
nonstop good music. Yeah, that's like a that's like a greatest hits album. Um, I I like Van Hagar a lot. So, um, I'd say I started get so like I I'm not a huge my, uh, fan. My high school graduation song was right here, right now. Right now. Yeah. Was it right here, right now? That's, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's I don't know. Boy Slim. I don't know the name of songs. I've told you this before. Um, <laughs> your high school graduation. I don't think we had a high school graduation song. You had a senior song. Oh, like, we had like a homecoming song. I remember we had like eighth grade. I remember in eighth grade we had to sing we a had, melody. Yeah. We had to sing a melody in eighth grade, and. I'm being like all Bon Jovi songs, but like I remember my friends and I we we voted that we wanted to sing "Night of the Living Bass Heads" by Public Enemy. Our music teacher basically quit. <laughs> um, but uh, I you're gonna Public uh, Enemy. When does that album come out? They got that new album coming out with all yeah. their uh, old school guys. Um. But no, Eddie Van Halen. All right, so I'm not. I wasn't a huge Van Halen fan, but um, uh, I got into music like right around 1984. So like when that album came out, like I was a kid, I was just watching a lot of it. Like I'd watch a lot of MTV when I was like little, and so um, I just I don't know. I never like loved Jump or anything, you know. But then I got you know. Their videos were so good then that I started to really like, you know, Panama and Hopper Teacher and all that shit. Uh, and working your way backwards, I remember when 5150 came out and I really liked it. I really liked the songs on, on um, like, I loved When It's Loved and I loved Best of Both Worlds. And then yeah, I went album, back. What album was hot to Teacher on? 84? Teacher's on 1984. Yeah. So then I went back into the old, and that's when I discovered like Van Halen one and two and all that um, shit. And so I I like the Hag- Hagar stuff. I probably like more. I used to be very contrarian and be like pro Van Hagar, but I didn't really mean it because right like you said, Haley uh, Ross like one of the best frontman ever. But the thing about Van Halen is it isn't so much whether or not you're a fan. That's the way I see it. And this is maybe just being to me. Not as much if you're a fan or not of Van Halen. It was like, that was like the guy that was the best at something. Like, he was just like, like, whether you were like them or not, like, if you asked anybody who was interested in any kind of music who the best guitarist is, they would say him, you know? You know, like living. You know, you, know, you can have the argument, of course, with whatever. But like, everybody just kind of knew that guy is like, like the best guitar player ever. It wasn't even like, there's no real argument about it. It was just kind of like, he's the best. So whatever he did, like had like a, even if you weren't a huge fan, you listened and you respected it because he was that good at that. And he was like, he didn't understand it then. And now when you look back, it's because of how innovative and how he changed the way it's played and did all that stuff. But um, I, when I was getting into them after that, after, you know, in that time, I watched Live Without a Net, which was um, a concert movie that they did uh, with Hagar. 
And I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, he did a, he, I, I mean, I can, I can share it with you that when he plays Eruption on that, because it's not just Eruption, it's like a 14 minute version, like solo. And it goes through all these different songs. It does all this different stuff. Um, and then he's followed by Alex Van Halen, who I fucking love, doing a drum solo. And his drum solo goes, he starts playing so fast that it just sounds like a steady, like, eh. that's him, like, beating, you know, the drum. It just sounds, he's beating it so fast that it just sounds like a constant noise. Um, so if you get a chance, that's, it's a fucking awesome, live without net, it's fucking awesome. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, so it kind of sucks. I'm just trying to look because there's this uh, on Amazon Prime, there's like a channel. I'm sure you've heard of this channel. Uh, Let's see here. What is it called? Um, Quello? Oh, I know Quello. My phone. Well, it's like all, like, it's like every like rock documentary plus live performances. I've been kind of like watching some of that lately. You get uh, free with, with Amazon Prime? Well, it's like, it's an add-on. So it's like seven bucks a month or something. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I thought I, I tried the, uh, the free seven-day thing and I've been watching some things. So I got to find out if that one's on there. Um, what was it called? I mean, it's, a, it's a live without a net. It's just a straight concert. Yeah, thing. It's not like. Yeah, know. that's what they have. They have all live okay. on there. It's funny because I've had that app and I just didn't want to pay for shit, so I never like watched it. Um, do you do you have a, any favorite Van Halen songs? Like, what's like, do you have a top three or anything? Um, I like Running with the Devil. Okay. Uh, all like basically that whole first album was just great. Um, I have to look up. I mean, I I like Panama, but you know that's kind of a little later. But I like the '70s stuff. I don't know. It's like going back and listening to their first two albums. Uh, yeah. So like, "Dance the Night Away" is probably my favorite Van Halen song. Now, you know, I mean, I just I love that song. Um, and it'd probably be either I go into Panama. Um, yeah, it's probably my second favorite. I don't know. And then Hagar, whether it's When It's Love or, you know, OU812 is a good album too. Um, with, um, like Dreams and, you know, like Right Now and all that shit. Um, and then, uh, Pound Cake was a good song. I don't care. I like that he took that fucking power drill and made that whole... Um, I didn't realize that Gary Sharon Van Halen, that their album was Van Halen 3. <laughs> well, I don't know how that is. Um, but, uh, God. Yeah, I was trying to uh, see. I remember. Finish What You Started. That was a song we liked on OU812. Somewhere out there, there's a video of my friends and I lip syncing to that song. Well, that's probably pretty embarrassing. Um. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, the first album just got so many good songs on it. Um, and they never got to number one. That's what Howard was saying. They only got, like, a number one album when Sammy Hagar showed up. Or number one song. 
That that album reached number nineteen on the Billboard Top Two Hundred. Right first, now, the um, first Van Halen one. Um, you remember Darlene, Darlene, who we used to work with. Uh, you know, when I first moved here, and you got me a job with her in the art department. I wonder what she. Uh, huh? I wonder what she's doing now. Uh, but she grew up in Pasadena and she used to talk about going to house parties and they'd be like, play, they'd be the band playing at their house parties. As kids. Pretty cool. I know. Are the bands playing at your house parties? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, our friends were talking about just a little off subject. I was, we were hanging out at the beach. Right, we're, we're good. We're all good. We were talking about uh, how great uh, Black Crows are and Chris Robinson and all this shit. And they were going through all the shows that they went to. And I'm like, they're, 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 that's the house band. We used to call them, right? LA's house band, the Chris Robinson. Yeah. Just they play all the time. Oh, I don't know. I just can't imagine going to see the Black Crows uh, nonstop. I feel like one you've seen it one, you've seen them all, but apparently they it's not true. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, at Van Halen, uh, you know, I was thinking about buying a couple records. Oh, yeah. Players, now that I have a record player. Um, but haven't gotten to it yet. Did you get the big-ass Tom Petty one? That's it hasn't come out yet, but yes. Okay. Comes out next Friday. So All right, well, way to go. Wildflowers. I'm going to be sitting, just listening. Okay. Staring at this is good. All right, well, that, that should do it, unless you've got any more riffs on uh, uh, um, jam bands. No. So who do you have tonight? There's... The Yankees are in game five to close it out. Um, and then we got our game five of the uh, LeBron uh, or Lakers, uh, Lakers game. Who do you got? I, I don't think that – I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about the baseball playoffs. I mean, I, I did bet on the Yankees in the first round, but I, I parlayed it with uh, Houston, so I lost – uh, well, with, with whoever was playing Houston, so I lost. Um, I don't know. But isn't it only a five-game series? Well, I wouldn't call it a closeout game. No, so, yeah. Tonight's the whoever wins goes on. Yeah. I wouldn't call that the closeout game for any team. All right. So, Fine. elimination. Uh, but, the, but the Lakers, the Lakers, uh, I, 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 I listened to Bill Simmons and, and Zach Lowe, and they were talking about it. And I thought this was a really good point. Like when you watch a series and like the first couple of games, you're, you're like trying things out and you're seeing, okay, does this match up against this? And then there comes a game in the series where everybody just kind of, where both teams just kind of lay their cards on the table. Like, all right, this is who we are. And this is who we are. And like, cause every, all the chess match is done. Like you figured out what your best move is. They figure out what their best move is. And, they were saying game four was that, and the Lakers are just that much better than the Heat. That was a tough game for both teams. The uh, the game before that where Miami won, 
like Jimmy Butler was in Jimmy Butler like kept getting he would try you know he would try to get um Caldwell Pope on him so he would get the defense to switch and as soon as like Caldwell Pope was on him he'd drive to the hoop or like take him on and that just killed Caldwell Pope that whole game um and I think they figured that out in uh, game four because Anthony Davis started playing him more. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they – I think they're going to do Anthony Davis on him a bunch uh, this next game. Uh, uh, is – is um, there there was talk of Dragic playing. No, he's not playing. Okay. He's got like a torn uh, fucking – Ligament in his foot. He said there is talk of him possibly playing. He's done. Um, um, I think Lakers go home tonight uh, with the win. I do too. Bubbles out. Yeah. And then we don't see basketball for a long time. Well, we got like, I think free agency starts like in two weeks or something. They, nobody knows yet. They haven't really decided. Well, the season's supposed to start December 25th, right? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It starts pretty soon. But anyway. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. We'll uh, talk next week. Okay.